0: So, Imo, today, because you know I'm trying to persuade you to come and live with me on the Isle of Wight, I thought I'd show you another property sort of at the top range of the <laughs> housing market. It's called yes. Osborne House. Hey, so it's r-
1: it's has it It's really big,
0: isn't it? How many bathrooms? It's got a have? lot of bathrooms, and it's got everything you should want, and a private beach. Oh, I love the map. A oh, now this is good. Map. Here we are outside with a big garden map. Look, this is the
1: private yes. beach. Oh, lovely. Oh, it's your favourite colour, look, that lovely, (laughs) famous turquoise sea that we get in Britain. It's so mortifying because I actually played Queen Victoria on the radio, 13 episodes, called Young Victoria. And I can't remember a thing about it except that Adrian Lucas, who played Albert, was just so funny because he had a terrible German accent, which he would admit himself. And she was he called her pussy for some... Anyway, you can imagine how awful it was. And everything became double entendre and very silly. And I don't remember a thing about their life. Well, that's very
0: disappointing, Imogen, because I thought you were going to be able to, you know, tell me, having immersed yourself in Victoriana... But I I don't want to give all the treats away by just looking at this map for an hour in the rain. Can we actually go inside now, Emma? Yes, thank you. Hello there, I'm the TV presenter and broadcaster, Annika Rice, and I'm with my good
1: friend. I'm Imogen Stubbs, and this is Meet Meet Me me at the the museum. Museum.
0: Hello. Yes, we've got our National Art Passes, so can we have two tickets, please? Yeah,
2: lovely. So of course,
0: you can come in for free today with those. And it gives us access to the, the yes. grounds everywhere.
2: Absolutely.
0: thank you. I decided Osborne House should be, you know, my mm-hmm. first tactic on trying to new you to the Isle of Wight, and that's why I brought you here, because I just thought... It, it would resonate with you a bit. It's a beautiful house that Victoria created uh, with her husband Albert and their thousands of
1: children, set in beautiful grounds, and we like walking and, mm. you know. Well, my only other experience of the Isle of Wight other than coming to see you, which, you know, I I do think it's a really special place, but I was a school trip oh. where I was allocated a girl with a broken ankle, so I just had to push her around, and we couldn't do anything fun. I'm amazed it has something like Osborne House on it. I know. That is the extraordinary thing about the Isle of Wight, is its historical
0: resonance, really. Wow, this is so unexpected. It's... It's very impressive. It's very isn't Italian it? looking. It's Italian looking, there's lots of courtyards. Um, it's not It's not a tall British palace, it's not a tall Buckingham Palace, is it? And it's not what you imagine to be in the middle of the Isle of Wight. The thing that strikes you most is the scale, because this was their family home, uh, away from it all, where they retreated. So you would imagine that they
1: wouldn't need quite so much space. Uh, so there, this is cosy <laughs> as palaces go, isn't it? And this was Albert bringing. His, His Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance, Renaissance. I love the way you say that. Renaissance, Renaissance. The other see now, side. I think and if Harry and it. Meghan, you know, if the world was different and there weren't paparazzi and things, this would have been a lovely place for them. You know, if it could have been as private as it obviously was for Victoria and Albert, yeah. you know, a, a beautiful place to be in, and creative and uplifting. But it would have been a lot more convenient mm. probably.
0: So, Immo, these are the main stairs. So this would be the, you know, trip up to the bedroom in the evening. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? So the stairs are painted in that lovely soft, dusky pink.
1: Yes, it's very specific, isn't it? It's sort of... It makes me think of old-fashioned chocolate shops. That's a vast painting that dominates the staircase with a lot of naked people... Very reassuring bodies. A female body is a very reassuring look.
0: Has that got some sort? We're both slightly out of breath. Have you noticed?
1: I know. <laughs> We've, We've
0: gone, gone up one small i okay. <laughs> a bit
1: embarrassed about that. I like the man with the little wings on his head. Well, who would that be? Um...
3: What is that painting? Uh, it's by William Dice. It's Neptune resigning the crown to Britannia. Did so essentially, Britannia rules the way. Oh, that's
1: exactly what I that's
0: said. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the lion? Yeah.
3: Yeah, um to signify Britannia. So ah. you have Britannia there, um, with industries uh, industry and some trades. And who are you? Hi, I'm Leah. Um, this is uh, Leah we found in a corridor. Uh, I've been a steward here at Osborne for the past six years. Have you? Oh,
1: good is, right. is everything exactly as it was then? No,
0: yeah, just... It
3: is. And so whenever there's restoration work to the ceilings, we always match the original colours. But most of the ceilings at Osborne have just had small touch-ups here and there. The majority of it is the original paintwork still. So it was him design, it was his, yeah, his uh, taste, Osborne maybe, was very it? much built to mm. Albert's sort mm. of design and his influences from his travels around Italy. So, sort of, Italy and German, or just...? Yeah, Osborne's a strange sort of mishmash. Um, it's quite often designed by a German, trying to be Italian, and then made by British craftsmen. So you get a little mixture of influences there. It's really European. good combos,
0: isn't
3: it? Yeah. Although we have a later addition to the house, the Indian wing, which wasn't built till after Albert's death, and so really that's a victorious choice there, and it's a completely different style to the rest of the house.
1: When I own the house, I won't do it completely like this. no. No. But I, I do appreciate it. It's a bit pastel for me. Yeah. But Emma and
0: I like, we really like nothing more than getting a bit of old distressed furniture and
1: seeing what we can do with it. Mm, I love that. A million things you can do with a watering can. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I love our friendship, Imogen, because. Out of all my friends, you're probably the person (laughs) I see the most of because we do see each other most weeks,
1: don't we? I know. I think that's just... Uh, because we live on the river and we love walking and uh, my very sporadic uh, visits to the gym. Yes, which we
0: sometimes do a sort of down dog together, we down me, dog. on a Wednesday? We're many happy
1: down dog we've done.
0: Yeah, we've never been to a museum together, ever. No. I mean, we paint together, which is glorious. Well... Uh, that's how we sort of really got friendly, wasn't it?
1: Yes, although you you can paint and I can't. In fact, I'm so bad that I think because of you, they approached me about one of those television programmes where, you know, you paint and pe- and I kind of went, I'm, I'm really bad. And they said, oh, I'm sure you're not. You know, it must be marvellous. And then they <laughs> asked for a sample. So I sent through something and never heard, never heard, of it heard from them again. <laughs> That's shocking. We, do, we, do, we do, should do. explain. Oh. This
0: this um, art group we used to belong to, John Napier, mutual friend of ours, who's the superb designer of things like Cats, Miss Saigon, yeah. Les Miserables and he suddenly on a whim decided he had this big studio at home and he'd ask lots of friends around regularly on a Thursday night to paint so
1: he got easels in he got all the paints he and got we got bought and nothing drink. did we? We just arrived, had gin and wine. And I think that was one of the most heavenly ways of spending a Thursday evening you can possibly think of even though I was very bad at art oh, oh, is
2: that
1: one of their dogs? very friendly-looking dog statue.
0: There's a statue of a greyhound out the back where I (laughs) landed in a helicopter, picked up a clue from
1: there. Welcome to another treasure hunt. Well, today, our indomitable skyrunner, Annika Rice, is being guided by John Weston-Smith and his wife, Chris. And you know that you're going to solve five cryptic clues to get Annika to the treasure and win for yourselves a £1,000.
0: So there we were, um... Treasure Hunt, bombing around in a helicopter, landed in Osborne House. I can see, Emma, you're looking very confused at Treasure Hunt. You've probably never seen it or heard of it. You have no I've idea heard what it is. heard it was is. very
1: good. I don't think I did ever <laughs> see it.
0: Um, I was uh, in a helicopter... Um, And I basically had to fly around the UK and the world. We did treasure hunts in Bali and Singapore, all over Egypt. Um, And uh, I was directed by contestants in a studio and uh, had to zoom around following clues. And I landed in Osborne House at one time. One of their greyhounds, one of Albert... I, I think it was Albert that loved his dogs. I should have found all this out before we you arrived. You landed The
1: helicopter right near one of his precious statues. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ran in, grabbed a and mm-hmm. went off again,
1: as you do. What was,
0: where yeah, was that? 19, 1985, it sometime around there. You had a glamorous job. Well, it is funny, because it does mean I know the whole of Britain. I've seen the whole of Britain by air and whizzed in and out of a oh. lot of places. Did you come up with the idea of Treasure Hunt? No, no, I came up with the idea of Challenge Annika after that, but Treasure Hunt was um, a a French format, actually, and there was a very sexy man called Pierre Duleveur who did my role Uh who actually got killed filming. No. Because he was shot at by gorillas in the Congo or somewhere. Did you do
1: things that were that dangerous?
0: Yeah. So honestly, this was before health and safety. And mode. you had children, and everything? no, that I didn't. No, at that this stage. was before children. No, this is in the eighties. Is this a boiler suity thing, or was it was this a boiler suitie thing? It's a with- jumpsuit scenario. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, are there, and uh, the clues led me to that particular dog. But you see, the treasure hunting is just the sort of when it comes to careers advice. You know, if someone had suggested that kind of job, I mean, when I got, <laughs> got to do quite a long time of being a travel writer, that's just. The most heavenly thing ever, to be sort of paid and encouraged to go and travel mm. around the world. And um, so, you know, the Orient Ex-tra- Express across, you know, Australia and then, you know, you know, Guatemala. Places I probably wouldn't go now, rather innocently. And, you know, normally somebody would come with me who was a... I don't know how you didn't come, actually. It was a friend who had a camera. Serena,
0: who was good at photography. Yeah,
1: well, she got... Got good. We had a few sort of oops, I've deleted everything in the Atacama Desert moments. I think one time we had to recreate some moments of India in um Shepherd's Bush Market. <laughs> oh cheating because oh that's so funny. Here we are talking about India, so I'm going to take you to the
0: India room because of course Victoria became obsessed as oh, like, the Empress of India. Like
1: Victoria and Abdul and that what was it about Victoria and Abdul? Uh, he came over to to. I can't remember. All I know is whoever played it in the film with Judy Dench was just divine. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can get a, a, a <laughs> glimpse
3: <laughs> of <laughs> that
0: <We're> in the <laughs> India room <laughs> now. This is this is more your vibe, isn't <laughs> it, really? <laughs> Well, it is spectacular. It's totally different. She became obsessed with India. She never went herself. But, I mean, for instance, here you'll see all sorts of things like um, addresses to the Queen from her Indian subjects contained in caskets and things. So she she loved the feeling that she was the Empress of India. Amazing silver caskets, the boat there. It's
1: beautiful. This room is so ornate. It's like the sort of an extension of... Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, a very, very fancy yes, and Indian it's, restaurant.
0: It's re- it is. It, is. Yeah, it, I mean, it does feel so, like that.
1: But then in the middle is this table with sort of tropical plants on it, which I assume this is how they would have had banquets. So you wouldn't see anyone opposite you at all because the flowers are piled. Yeah. Like. With, with beautiful roses and a
0: very English country garden, flowers down this, in the central piece. I did a, a thing recently
1: where I did a the White Sergasso Sea. It's so a sort of a, a talking book thing where we were performing it. And they brought in all these flowers from um, Dominica. And I became totally allergic to them. They looked amazing. But as the thing went on, I had tears streaming down my face. Oh my. I had a terrible reaction. and It cost them a fortune to bring them into the... We did the show twice in two different locations. And all the money had gone on these flowers. And everyone thought I was giving the most moving you yes. know, reading ever... And Alex Jennings was like, oh my goodness, you so get into the part. I went, I'm so allergic to these plants, but I couldn't say anything.
0: Victoria and Albert, as a couple, were intensely creative, ahead of their time, really, real sort of Renaissance people, especially Albert. Mm always inventing things,
1: collecting things. He's a lot more astonishing than one realises. I never sort of gave him i never gave him credit for... what. An, I mean, he's a, an astonishing man. No wonder she was absolutely infatuated with him. She really was. And I like the thought that, you know, Victoria and
0: Albert, you know, spent many happy hours um, creating and painting together and writing and everything. And I just thought you and I, you know, we are a creative bundle when we're together, aren't we? We certainly are. If you think of our walks... From the moment we set off to the moment we arrive back,
1: we have disc- we do... Yeah, we devise things, we we discuss we, books. Yes, we kind of solve the problems of the world. I tell to, you, you should write a play every I time, know. don't I? And I think I had... Well, your stand-up comedy stuff, I think I was majorly encouraging on all of that, and we discuss yeah. our children and... And it's
0: more or less the same conversation Yeah, it's every always time. the same always conversation. the same, same parameters. Or is it the same,
1: going past the same tree, <laughs> suddenly catch ourselves and realise, don't we always have this conversation... Yeah.
0: This is Albert's study in here, you know. Oh, I remember this. So Victoria has this the big desk. And then that glorious view right down to the sea. Oh, wonderful. Right down to the darling sea. Darling I
1: loved it when we saw that thing uh, in the entrance somewhere. But Once again, I return to Dear Osborne. D- dear Osborne.
0: Yeah. But she calls yeah. it Dear, dear Osborne, Osborne D- which is so funny because whenever I get the hovercraft over and I land on the Isle of Wight, I just can't. It's involuntary. I just go, oh, darling Isle of Wight. And I just say it to myself every time. So I'm, I feel that Queen Victoria and I are very similar. I think your soulmates... Apart from the fact that I'm not a queen, I haven't had nine children, haven't got a renaissance But other than that, like, but...
1: there's an incredible similarity. see
3: this yeah. This is beautiful, yeah. this desk. You've got the ceiling wax here as well, and then there are two paperweights, which are Hercules beetles, but the male and the female of the species.
0: And look, there's a <laughs> harpsichord... <laughs> So, did uh, there was a quick segue from yeah, writing to
3: this is Albert's harmonium, and harmonium. he used to play. Um, so you have to pump away at the bottom, um, and you've got the different stops to change the tone. But he was quite a musical man, and he used to yeah. compose as well. I Before they amazing. were married, he used to send his compositions to Victoria from Germany, and she played them in Britain.
0: Oh, they're the absolutely the early... so romantic. She matched his intellect.
3: I think so, and I think he certainly probably inspired and encouraged yeah. it as well. So,
0: Leia, uh Victoria liked to paint, didn't she? Can we see some of her work?
3: Yep, so you have two paintings above, which were both painted by Queen Victoria, and they're the children dressed up in their costumes acting out different scenes at Windsor. Yeah. These
1: are extraordinary, these pictures by Victoria, aren't they? Because it's quite an English style, the one with the little girl and boy in...
3: Yeah, so this is depicting a scene from a German play. Yeah. Um, so they're dressed up in the costumes here. And they used to put on plays and tableaus, um, all sorts of plays as well, quite often Shakespeare.
0: My kids when um they were little, they we'd, you know, had dressing up boxes and they would get up in the morning, put and dress up. Usually I've got three sons, they'd usually dress up as fairies or girls and go away all day doing plays. That's
1: that's was their in character. Entertainment. The fairy I mean whatever they did. Yeah. When we had my stepchildren, I have two stepdaughters and my two children, a boy and a girl, they did the same all the time, dressing up, but they mainly did musicals. And the oldest girl normally played the lead and she let the younger ones throw glitter or make snacks and, and they were allowed to light her with torches and things. They didn't get to do any big numbers in case they were good. It was
0: my son, number two, who always sort of slightly took control and wrote it and then <laughs> everyone else had to just do
1: what they were told. They were normally quite silly, but I remember once... When they were all quite young, one of them was about people committing joint suicide from the climbing frame. And it all went, it took an Ibsenesque turn. And we had to have a little bit of a break. But... <laughs> yes. Calm them down. Calm them down. Mm.
0: I, I mean, I've got a brother and a sister, but Victoria yeah, I've got a brother. and
1: Albert, I mean, they knocked those babies out, didn't they? When you come to this house, you it's quite overwhelming what a magical upbringing they ventured on the children. I mean, it, I, I don't know what's done such a disservice to Victoria in ones sort of... When you grow up, you think, oh, she was that rather grumpy-looking woman. Well, yeah. it's actually her profile. She might have been a
0: tyrant of a mother. We don't know. Oh,
1: um,
0: now, this is what I wanted to show you. Oh, this, this is so the nursery. <sighs> so we're in a room that has just got tiny little cots lined up, but they're obviously beautifully handmade Were the children that
1: close in age
3: not only the nine children use these rooms but the 40 grandchildren and then some of the 87 great grandchildren as well would have come and you've got the different toys so the little Noah's Ark down there is an original piece that the children would have played with as well
1: I used to have something that was quite similar to that I mean I'm obviously the similarities are just leaping off every room but I used to have on wooden wooden animals and sort of beautifully beautifully made animals
3: And then the cradle at the back, um, the swinging cradle, um, was actually last used by George VI, the Queen's father. It was at Windsor at the time, um, but that was the last royal occupant of the cradle. And that is incredibly ornate, if not a bit terrifying to look at. A lot of drapery over there. The
0: drapery looks like like a proscenium arch, and there's a child's about to emerge and give her aria.
1: (laughs) This carpet... (laughs) <laughs> it has to go. It's so swirly.
0: Minimalism
3: is not a word in a Victorian dictionary. It, it looks modern. It's just a lot to live with. It's very busy. It is. Where are we so going I'm going to take you downstairs next to my favourite room, which is the dining room. Ooh. So we'll head through the main stairs. We'll be a royal, so we'll go down the royal stairs. So this is my favourite room at Osborne, um, not least because it's where the food would be served, um, but it's because of all the family portraits in here. You've got quite an iconic image of Victoria and Albert and their first five children at the end. And we've actually got the three eldest children in here with some of their families. And my favourite painting is this one here of Alice. It's almost
1: like a photograph, that It thing. is,
3: it's beautiful. And in the Victorian era, you see this fashion for realistic paintings coming through because mm, you've sure. got photography coming mm. in as well. Mm. So you can't be overly flattering. It's very
0: interesting what you say about the realism, you know, photography coming in because it, there is a marked difference now at the, the style of portraiture we're seeing.
3: But you've also got the changes in the fabric, so you can see where the furs meet the silks yes. Um, yes. and the lacework and, and the jewelry. shine on the boots. But also, sort of, yeah. it's, you know, it's
0: a very, um, muted backdrop, you know, there's no winged angels appearing, there's no cherubs
3: loitering, it's a, it's realism. The, isn't it? Yeah, and the focus is very much the family here rather than kind of the what's going on around.
0: It's very touching the way that Victoria and Albert were so obsessed with their children at a period of history where you
1: don't imagine that children get centre stage at all. You know, I had a, a lovely childhood with my... Family in Northumberland and growing up on a boat in London, and although my parents were very busy, and sadly my father died, but uh, my mother was very, very keen on us doing creative things. So when you were ill, you had to learn poems, and we were always doing collages or making things with eggs where you dye them with flowers. It it was vital to be creative and Mm. make presents for people rather than buy them. All of that sort of thing. Mm. So in that sense, similar, similar. I
0: think, definitely. Um, And uh, my parents were just obsessed with books there were books everywhere and every Saturday we children were marched down to the local library because you walked everywhere teachers you? you know back in the, back in the day and we had to get seven books out every seven. two weeks and, read and them. but I loved them I was obsessed with that the library I knew every mm. book on every shelf I must have probably worked my way through the whole library and when I went to primary school there was a library there and I became the school librarian. I love sort of playing. Just, uh, I love playing books and you have a little bus tickets in oh, and out. You oh, know, yeah. I really loved I something about books. So we're walking down this main park. Oh. So the beach is straight on, but let's divert to the Swiss cottage first. Oh, this is lovely,
1: absolutely charming. Daffodils, our little orchard.
2: My name's Nicola, and I'm a historic property steward here. Uh, I work mostly at weekends, but I've been here for years now. And Swiss is my favourite part of the entire Mm. estate. Mm. So if you want to come this way... This whole cottage, this whole quarter, was designed in order to allow the children to work through play. So a lot of the things that you'll see that the children played with, there was a reason for it. Mean, there was an agenda there. Albert was very keen on them learning practical skills. To make them sort of
0: slightly more
1: normal.
2: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So look, he taught, Albert taught <laughs> them nursery
1: rhymes, playing hide and seek, They flew kites and did magic tricks. I mean, this is the dream, isn't this it? This is the
2: papa of all time. <sighs> Oh, are these pictures by
1: uh, each of the... Well, this
2: this part of the cottage, actually, these first three main rooms that you come into, they were actually where Louise and Thomas Warren, the housekeepers, stayed. So they lived in here, <gasps> supervised the cottage. We've transformed these first few rooms that you see into an interactive area for the modern-day children okay. to enjoy. So when we say it's adults' house yes. for the children, it's
0: not. It's, it it's would have been
2: quite a treat beautiful to, building. to live It's beautiful.
0: Stalling. I mean, it would be everyone's dream house, wouldn't it?
2: Absolutely. We certainly get lot of visitors who say they could move in tomorrow so (laughs) can i
0: show him the kitchen
2: yes so straight through this way so
0: you've got the cottage to yourselves today oh are we lucky i mean it is amazing but it is like some glorious sort of prep school or boarding school for children but i
2: suppose they didn't
0: have any other tuition well, at all. This possible. was their schooling.
2: Yes, wasn't of course. It? I mean, we think of this, Osborne, as being the sort of palatial holiday home where the children could come and relax. Mm-hmm. But really, work did not stop. Yeah. So, through mm-hmm. this way to the scullery, the children were always supervised here. And well, this is where they were. miniature
1: wheelbarrow to collect the vegetables absolutely. from their garden. Yes, yes, and right. as you can see from the, the plots, kitchen
2: garden. The plot's just out the window there. This is where the fruit and vegetables were grown. And then often they would be sold back to their father
1: oh, at commercial
2: rates. And we even have a record of the produce being sold outside of the estate as well. And is this where Victoria Sponge developed? It's possible. I, I would say so. There's a bit of a myth no, surrounding No, we're going to go with what you what say is <laughs> so that now fact.
0: We're, we're fantasising about yes. the canteen, the well, little
2: cafe here. it's funny you mention that. We've got here <gasps> a replica menu of... Oh, Queen Victoria's favourite pudding. Some of the puddings that Victoria... Partook in eating. Now we know she was a notoriously uh, fast eater. She loved her pudding. Pudding was her Achilles heel in terms of food.
0: I love the suet. You see, shredded suet takes me back to my childhood. Half a pint of cream, (laughs) and that would have been just taken from Daisy the cow round the corner somewhere. On that farm nearby.
2: Well, I'll take you upstairs now. Oh. This room in particular, it's quite an unusual room, this one. A lot of people say, what was this room used for? What was its use? Well, this was, Punishment essentially, room. <laughs> this was essentially a dressing room. What you will notice, the star of the room, is probably the Swiss secretaire just here, which is beautifully carved mm. with a rural scene from Bern, Switzerland. And it's absolutely stunning. And you could use it standing up, sitting down. Well, there's not one
0: inch of it that isn't carved. It's no.
1: extraordinary, and there's this lovely... Relief of the mountains and the goat herd. I, my mother was a very good skier, and she used to go off on her own skiing and bring us back presents, but I, I yearned for all things Swiss. It must have been Heidi or something. I wanted the little outfit, I yeah. wanted a cuckoo clock, I wanted Toblerone, you know, it was a, it was sort of my ideal. Mm. Obviously, I'd never been here, otherwise my ideal
2: <laughs> would have been... Maybe,
0: <laughs> you'd
1: have gone no further than the Isle of Wight, Thank you.
0: But it's all fake. Oh. So
2: this here is the Queen's Room, what we call the yeah. Queen's Room, and you might think that's an unusual name considering we associate this cottage primarily with the children. Well, they needed somebody to taste those wares. So in this particular room was where the children would <gasps> would essentially host dinner parties and, oh, and light uh, snacks I'll and tea. One. And they had the Emperor Napoleon II come here, they had Members of the, the, well, the Portuguese came royal in, family, yeah. so they had some real distinguished guests come mm-hmm. choking
1: here. on their early attempts at
2: <laughs> pretending to like in. the cakes and <laughs> things. That's true, really gorgeous, mm-hmm. So this here, this room in particular, is is quite an emotive room, I feel, because this really is a snapshot in time. The setting on the table that you see here for this tea is was actually taken from a date, the twelfth of July, eighteen sixty one. And that was actually the last time that the family were here all together at Osborne before Albert died the following December.
1: Was he was he already ill?
2: From his from his early thirties, he developed very awful gastric problems. So he was a poorly man anyway. But obviously died very early in eighteen sixty one. Oh, he was
1: poorly, and yet he was so energised in terms of all his inventions and ideas.
2: New oh, hero. I I think
0: it's time for cake. Oh no! We've got no to go going to, to the, the beach, beach so, for a swim. I think that way of educating your children, I think, you know, I think I've certainly been quite involved in, with my children in that way. You know, I've certainly seized
1: on anything they were doing and,
2: and mm. tried
0: to sort of make it, it more interesting or I provide the resources. I think have slightly
1: overdone the, the education through play sort of forcing the children, sort of thrusting them on the ground and drawing, li- you know, their silhouette and handing them colours and saying fill it in and then we'll frame it and put it on the wall and everyone can see how creative you are. I, I definitely think that education through play is absolutely the way to educate, though. And I think what's wrong with the education system now is that the minute you get to away from primary school, play is taken away, and it's all got to be academic. It's catastrophic, as far as I can see. Do you
0: remember Sam? I can't remember whether um, I knew you this Sam. day, my Sam, when he used to make those extraordinary
1: installations up and down the stairs. You have actually done that thing of capturing whether the boys like it or not, you know, poems and lovely stories, but, you know, having them prominently there so that children remember what they were like and how they're changing and who they used to be and who they are now, I love that. Well, it's only because I'm such an archivist,
0: I've done it all my life, Mm. it's why I'm doing all this stand-up now, because I've got so much material. Did you
1: try and encourage um, both children to be actors in your family? No, I never tried to encourage the children to be actors at all. Um, Jesse, my youngest, now flies helicopters. Probably would have flown you around yeah, in Treasure Hunt. see, he, he, he's the son I never had. He's the one... <laughs> I
0: mean, I've had thousands of children, but he, I should have had one that was a helicopter pilot. Well, you can
1: borrow mine if you're very good. Mm. I'll have your Sam. I love your Sam. We're nearly at the end. Hope you've enjoyed our little huh?
0: away day. But there is one more sort of rather gorgeous bit to show you, uh,
1: which is Victoria's private beach. That's my idea of heaven. You couldn't imagine having, as a royal person, a private beach anymore because it would never be actually private. on the other
0: side and what's absolutely glorious if you time this carefully in August if Cows regatta is going on because that's just around the corner and so you can be here having a lovely day out with your family and you just see this armada flotillas of boats with all oh, the wonderful. sails it's absolutely glorious we we'll have to do that punch and duty going on in the background the kids all playing on the beach a cup of tea, you know. It's a really lovely place to come. Really, very special. I love it here. And are
1: people swimming in the have You noticed? I like the. Isle you of White? do love <laughs> the Isle of Wight. <laughs> I really want to live somewhere abroad, but failing that, the Isle of Wight's going up my list. It's beautiful, sandy
0: beach. And when I did Celebrity Hunted, which you may won't know about because it's not your sort of program, but basically you have to, if it, you have to go in in into hiding, and uh, I hid on the island, and. Uh, arranged for a boat to pick me at Osborne House of brilliant. You got so picked I, up from me. I here. crept here at seven o'clock in the morning and a boat picked me up from that uh, quay there. That sort of And I left Dunkirk in the in yeah. the
1: night time practically. It's very exciting. Oh you have so you're so inextricably linked to the Isle of Wight, you can never be anywhere else now, can not I sort of almost feel, I feel almost guilty being on her beach, you know. But um the idea that in the summer people can come here and swim and have picnics and enjoy exactly... What those what, very what, privileged children What those had. privileged children yeah. had. I think Albert would have approved. So, Imo, well, how's your day out been? I love it, actually. I really do. Um, appallingly, I don't go to museums enough. This is like a kind of home of my dreams, with a beach and a huge park and swimming... And endless possibility of picnics and interior decorating choices. I really it's a really good choice and it's definitely swayed me to moving to the Isle of Wight. But if yes. I can't have a home like this, if it's not on the market, where am I going? We'll find you somewhere, Ime. I just wanted
0: you to see this as one end of the extreme, and obviously now I'll be taking you to see some
1: bungalows, okay? <laughs> now I, I can totally, totally lock up the and leave garage.
0: That's all you need. <laughs> but I, well, I just think this, I mean, I've bought godchildren, I've bought nieces and nephews here, and you can waste a day here because there's so much to see. And even the children are entranced by the house because it is a family house.
1: I think that's what's so different because here, because there are dolls' houses and mm. Punch and Judy shows and things. That, And also there's so much... In every room, there's just masses for the eye to land on. It's appalling that I didn't have much of an attitude to Albert and Victoria, but now I do.
0: Thanks for listening to Meet Me at the Museum with me, Annika Rice. And me, Imogen Stubbs,
1: at Osborne House here on the Isle of Wight. If you like this episode of the podcast, please rate, subscribe, or tell a friend. And don't forget, if you've got a National Art Pass, you can get free entry or discounts on museums all around the country.